Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Uncertain times call for uncertain measures, and now more than ever, it's time to become prepared for the uncertainty that lies ahead. Hey, this is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots, and let me introduce you guys to Deluxe CCTV, Inc. They are the leading manufacturer and distributor of video and audio surveillance, hidden cameras, GPS trackers, anti-phone tapping devices, counter surveillance, and infidelity detection. Over the past 20 years, they've served over 500,000 customers worldwide. As the industry's trusted source in video surveillance, Deluxe CCTV, Inc. offers the latest technology and security solutions such as video surveillance, custom hidden cameras, GPS trackers, bug detectors, and integrated surveillance systems. Also, they have a full line of survival gear. In addition, Deluxe CCTV, Inc., has the largest selection of covert surveillance equipment available in North America at the market's most competitive prices. Complementing their extensive line of high-quality products, Deluxe CCTV, Inc. offers industry-leading warranties and exceptional customer service that continues to set them apart from other competitors. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, hit the link, and use promo code CSIPOD01 and get started today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and you are... Brittany. How did I end up getting you back in here? I fed you. You gave me food. <laughs> I was like, if you do a podcast with me, I'll feed you. So, If you're good, I'll give you ice cream. <laughs> now we're getting gelato next. So, mm-hmm. What's been going on with you? Tell the people what's new in your life. Well, you made me... Watch this movie that I'm not really fond of. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to talk about my opinions. On the king. The king. Elvis. Uh huh. He's not my king. <laughs> we ain't doing a podcast about Jesus. <laughs> we trying to do that today. So <laughs> I mean it is Sunday, but um I guess before we get rolling, last night we actually went to uh this place if you're near Cartersville, Georgia, White, Georgia. Um, you guys have got to go check out the Big Door Vineyard. Um, 
the guy that owns that runs that Ray Parker, super nice guy. And they do a great job over there. Uh, you can even take your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have all their wines that they make and then they have wine slushies <laughs> and food trucks and now. food trucks. Now, apparently there's food trucks now. And then, I mean, it's, it's always live music, super nice out there. And right. then, and then with the live music, we uh, actually got to listen to a, a guy last night. Uh, his name's Andrew Weaver. Yeah. Uh, you can find his music on Spotify, and he's excellent. He's really, really good. Old got some, soul. Got, got some, some great original, music. Some original music. Yeah. We had a lot of fun, and I got him to play Wonderwall, and I might have ruined it for him, singing it out loud, <laughs> but he played it for me anyway, so I was happy about it. So, And then we got this little cup of something. Maybe it was the best tequila I ever drank in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really remember much after that. Well, that was after three bottles of wine. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. We did drink three bottles Delicious. of wine. We, it was terrible. It was a terrible good time. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then we woke up, went today and just trying to recover. We're all, we're in recover mode right now. I'm so. definitely not 21 anymore. No. Well, I haven't been 21 for quite some time now. So yeah. Yeah, (laughs) we're just going to leave it there. We're not going any further with that. So Um, what we are going to talk about today, um, everybody knows the whole story of Elvis pretty much. I mean, they know all the great glitz and glamour. They know, you know, the king of rock and roll and super successful musician and how he kind of paved the way for for rock and roll and other people came along. And um, but what we want to talk about, I want to touch a little bit on that, too. Uh, but we where we're going to talk about actually is uh, the embarrassing demise of the king of rock and roll, and it was really sad. And and I will say, you know, you and I watched this movie, and uh, we I, I've kind of talked about it a little bit on on previous episodes, but I did not really realize how terrible his manager treated him. Yeah, like it was terrible. Like I know that his whole thing was to tour. I didn't know that Elvis did not tour around the world. I never knew that. And the reason he didn't is because Colonel Parker had uh, got in gambling debt with the mobsters in Vegas. And uh, they had opened up this, the brand new hotel. Was it the Mirage? I can't remember if that's what it was. I want to say that's what it was. and uh, Or maybe the Stardust. Hell, I don't remember. Anyways, um, Colonel Parker had basically signed a contract with a mafia that kept Elvis pretty much chained to Vegas to that one hotel. I want to say it was the Mirage. I'm not sure. But he could not, he couldn't leave. Like he was a prisoner. He was, and you know, of course he was rich and he had money, but when it came down to it, when he's trying to fire the Colonel, the Colonel, he owned Elvis, like owned him. And if Elvis would have left, he would have turned around and sued Elvis for everything that he had. Now, whether he could have got away with it or not, I don't know. But Elvis is, you know, he's just a dumb country boy. He didn't, he don't, you know, he didn't have any knowledge of how the way the world worked. He just trusted all the wrong people to manage him, and and uh, it's it's pretty sad. It was it, it was it's really sad manipulation and betrayal. Yeah, yeah, it was sad. I mean, he even played on his mom's his mother's death. Yeah. Like he he man, it was so. If you hadn't seen that movie, it's excellent. Go see it. No matter how you feel about Elvis, the movie's great. You got to think when you have somebody in your life for that long, they become family. Yeah. Like you have he was like another father no to No reason him. not to trust yeah. somebody. He actually told Elvis that he was going to take his mother's place. Yeah. I will love you and take care of you like your mother did. 
and that's you know, and Elvis is broken, you know, uh, broken down after his mom died. He was a mental case, mm-hmm. which I guess we all would be. But uh, you know, he stepped right in there and uh, he took advantage of that situation. And and again, I mean, if you watch the movie, you'll see a lot more. Uh, you you'll probably detest Colonel Parker a little bit. Uh, or a lot, like I did. I had no idea that it was that bad. So, but uh, who was the guy that's playing Elvis in the movie? You know, oh, this dude. Forget his name. My daughter would. Yeah. Be so mad at me that I forgot his name. He's cute. He's a, a Disney star. Yeah, he was. He's in. He's the, like a bunch of Disney shows. But I really do think. Um, Austin I think, Butler. Yeah, he deserves an Oscar for it because he was that good. I mean, he literally looked and sounded like Elvis. Like it was he was amazing how good he was. I just heard something yesterday about um I guess the guy who you know, the whole production of the movie, the guys that were behind it, they um gave him a really hard time. Austin Butler gave yeah. him a hard time, like told him, Yeah, you're good, but you're not great yet. Like really made him man up. Yeah. He said it was hard. Like they had it, he had he didn't like take that criticism too well. No. I, yeah. I don't think, you know, he's only done small things, mm-hmm. been in small movies and Disney. And, mm-hmm. you know, so this is like a coming out thing for yeah. him. And um, he said it helped his career for them to be so tough on him. Yeah, I mean, he, he was excellent. He and was. I not a big fan of Tom Hanks, but he's probably going to probably looking at an Oscar uh, nomination himself. I'm a big fan of Tom Hanks. Ugh, Tom Hanks. I don't know. We can talk about him later off air. <laughs> I think I think I'll change your mind on that. So. Um, so let's get into this thing. You know, Elvis, everybody knows, born uh, 1935 in Tupelo, Mississippi, to a very poor family. Um, they they were poor, but they found, I guess, some refuge in church. And so gospel music was a big part of Elvis's life. In 1948, you know, Elvis was heavily immersed in the local blues scene. And the blues was not something that white America knew about. It was it was it was mostly African African Americans that played the blues. Easier for me to say, um, but in Memphis, Sun Records boss Sam Phillips uh, he was always looking for somebody to cross over because racism was huge in that area in that time, and African Americans were not being played on the radio, uh, so they were unable to sell that that music. But he always said if he could find somebody that could cross over. Uh, that could a white person that could sing African American uh, like the blues, then he'd make a billion dollars, uh, and that's exactly what happened. You know, Elvis had stopped by 1954, cut a demo, and then Phillips immediately knew that that was exactly what he'd been looking for. And uh, when the music got out, audiences agreed that uh, his his first album was a sensation, and then he was on a skyrocket to fame. He had screaming fans, greeted him everywhere he went. He had more money than he could ever spend, which if you watch the movie and you see any documentaries, he tried like hell to spend that money. He was spending it a lot. Um, but his personal problems started catching up to him, um, which actually was what contributed to uh, to his death. He's just too great for him to, for him to outrun. He couldn't get away from it. Well, you know, people that go from not having money to having money, they just they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, he was just the same way. You see that a lot in athlete, like uh, like sports, lots and lots of time in sports, you see that happen. Um, he uh, his his private life is just was full of trouble. Uh, he had uh, you know, he he was just worried, always worried that he'd never be able to live up to the expectation uh, that people had for him now. Um, and all his relationships pretty much were short lived and uh, insubstantial. Like they just, they didn't, they were just, you know, didn't mean anything. 
Um, and then his mother passed away in 58 and he's completely devastated. And then for years, uh, you know, uh, he had actually made a comment to a hairdresser and he said, there's gotta be a reason why God chose me to play Elvis Presley. He said, uh, but I have no idea why. And nobody knows how lonely and empty I am and how I feel all the time. And around that same time, he had met, uh, and here, here's the, here's the part nobody likes to talk about. We talking about it. Um, he met 14 year old Priscilla and after seven year courtship, he married her. Uh, and then by that time, Elvis had transitioned into a movie star. He was not a good movie star. Go ahead. Hold on. So let's, let's go back just, just a tad. Yeah. Yeah. So Elvis was what? 24 at the time. I believe so. Priscilla was 14. Mm-hmm. Is that legal today? It is not legal. What would they call him? They would call him a child molester, a pedophile, a, pedophile, a right. sex offender. Carry on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis, the same way, he married his, what, 13, 14-year-old cousin, oh. even worse. Yeah. So he's keeping it in the family, at least. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, a lot of people don't like to talk about that, but it's facts, man. It's what happened. You know, it's just... You know, and then people made the excuses like, well, my grandparents married when they were 13 and uh, her husband was 75. And no, if you watch the news and you see where just, you know, for instance, where you have um, these tribe members of the Taliban marrying eight year old girls and nine year old girls and people are so appalled and so disgusted Mm -hmm. to me, it's not anything different. The parents should have not allowed it to happen. But anyways, they did. And Elvis married Priscilla, uh, and his music was suffering because there was a change going on in the music scene, and uh, he was not a part of it, the change. And so they tried to bring him back uh, making movies. And so all his movies are kind of like real cheesy, corny, slapstick type. Uh, It's just terrible acting. The only thing they had was his face and him singing, and they tried to bank on that. He made over 30 movies yeah i didn't know they that. were all flops yeah they were all flops i had no idea that there were that many though jesus christ 30 30 i wonder how much the box office lost on all his movies I don't know. because they were bad well they were known as shit and pornographic <laughs> what elvis's movies for real yeah sexy and pornographic but it was probably the time it's blue hawaii man well, how's that a porno i don't think all of them oh I, th- I think, you know. If, he, if it said he blew Hawaii, I could see how that would be a porno. But I, I didn't read it that way. I just think it was just the time. Nobody was used to seeing him act the way he was yeah. acting, sing the way he was singing, dance. Right. All the women, you know, the whole thing, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, they still slept in two separate beds. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. Or maybe that was on TV. Well, I mean, yeah, it was on TV. I think the Brady Bunch was the first TV show that actually had a man and woman in a bed together. Yeah. And the dad was a homo. He was homosexual. Yeah. 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 Sorry to mean to say homo. He's homosexual. Um, In 1970s, which we're talking about Colonel Parker, uh, basically chaining Elvis to this hotel in Vegas playing every single night, night after night after night, kind of like Vince McMahon does his pro wrestlers where they wrestle every night, night after night after night. And they all end up, a lot of them ended up dead on drugs. Uh, But in the seventies, he, he became known more as like a, 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 garishly dressed lounge singer 
than a rock idol. He just he was kind of like a sideshow, like a freak show. It's kind of like when when people now like you look at Britney Spears. She had that whole stint in Vegas, or Celine Celine Dion had a whole stint in Vegas. I mean, it's just a it's just a variety act at that point. Right. They're getting paid tons of money, but you know, are they getting it? Because Elvis didn't get his. And there was one part in the movie that was really sad, too, is where they were actually about to go on stage. And he goes down, like he's out, like on the ground, and everybody's surrounding him. And then there's a nurse there, and she comes up, and they're like, what do we do? And she said, well, and she looks at Elvis's father and says, if this was my son, I would get him to a hospital immediately. I'd have him get him in a hospital immediately. And then uh, Colonel Parker comes out and gets Dr. Nick, which we'll talk about Dr. Nick. He's like, Dr. Nick, what can we do? He's like, well, I can shoot him up with, you know, some amphetamines and get him. He's like, what do you want me to do? He said, you need to have that man on the stage in the next 30 minutes. And that's what they did. And his dad allowed him. So his dad was milking him, too. I think they all they all did. <clears throat> they all took advantage of it. Um, but we go back to, you know, his weight was so bad. He was terribly, like... You didn't know if he was obese and bloated because of his he was eating very bad, but they were they were dumping him full of amphetamines mm-hmm. to get him on stage, and then they were giving him uh, um, bar, like barbiturates, and also um, the big main the oxycodone the all the um, what am I trying to say opiates opioids mm-hmm. they're giving him opioids uh, to bring him back down. Let me just say this: I was reading. About his favorite sandwich. And everybody knows Elvis's favorite sandwich. I know, okay. that's my favorite it's sandwich. peanut butter. Yeah. And banana. Yeah. And a pound of bacon. No. Mm, it says a, a pound, pound of bacon. That's, it's just what I'm reading for, from a certain... Yeah. Now, yeah. I believe that. But he probably was obese. Yeah. I mean, if he was putting <laughs> those things down every day... I don't know if it's every a, day, but... Let me, let me just tell you. You get... Let me tell you how to make this sandwich, people. Everybody listen. Get you some bread... And you get that peanut, you get a peanut butter, and you get honey, yeah, and you get your ban- your banana, and you get some bacon. You don't got to put a pound on there, and you press that bitch together and make like a panini with it. The Elvis, yeah, or <laughs> they, or we have one a sandwich place here. They call it the Swagger. They can't, they don't call it Elvis. So, but that's what it is. That's the greatest sandwich I ever ate in my life. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. and I probably would look like Elvis if I had more access to it. So, fat and sweaty. Wearing really gaudy clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to avoid the drugs. When he was in the Army, uh, he actually was induced to, he was introduced to the amphetamines. And uh, the way he made it okay in his head is he called it medicine. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to associate himself taking street drugs. So he called that his medicine. And eventually that same attitude ranged uh, for other prescription drugs he had got from his personal physician. Um, and that's George... Uh, it looks like uh, Nicopolis, uh, where they call him Dr. Nick. And he actually supplied Elvis with cocktails and amphetamines that he craved and the opioids to bring him back down uh, through the late 60s and early 70s. Uh, so he, the other way he looked at it, he did not look at it as he was taking drugs or he was addicted to drugs because he had a doctor prescribing those to him. So it made it, he justified it in his head. That what he was doing was was okay. That this Didn't guy was get it off the street. Yeah, he wasn't a street right. like a street dealer looking for street dealers. So, um, he didn't see anything wrong with what it was. Um, and he actually he delved deeper into prescription dr- prescription drugs, 
using them on on the daily. Uh, his behavior became more bizarre. He started collecting guns. Uh, he even actually got to go to the White House and meet the President uh, Richard Nixon. Uh, if you see that picture, man, it's just it is so bizarre to see him standing there with Nixon. Elvis looks like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he looks like. He looks silly. He's like he's got a world heavyweight championship belt around his waist, a pirate's jacket. Hey, he looks like a vampire. I don't know. <laughs> I read the article. Didn't um, the president feel uncomfortable? Yeah, he was scared. Like of he him. wanted to shoo him out of yeah. his office. He's like, get this crazy motherfucker out of here. I, I'm, okay, we're good. He keep swinging his pelvis. <laughs> keep that thing away from me. <laughs> Um, but Elvis went there to explain to the president that he wanted to help protect the country, the influence of hippies, because he didn't like the Beatles. That's a fact. Uh, and he wanted to fight against illegal drugs, not the ones that I'm getting, because those are fine. <laughs> just the illegal ones. Um, all he needed the president to do was just give him an official badge. And again, Nixon was confused but he agreed that drugs are bad and he posed for the picture and then he politely shooed elvis on out of the oval office <laughs> how bizarre he's like i'm out here i'm gonna tell you these drugs are bad okay and these hippies are making everybody do crazy shit it's like just give me a badge i'll take care of it and nixon's like get the fuck out of here uh, by 72, Presley's marriage had fallen apart uh, after strings of mutual infidelities. So they both were, you know, dipping around on each other, which is terrible. Uh, and this I did not know. The following year, uh, when him and Priscilla had separated, uh, he actually had two drug overdoses. And one put him in a coma for a little while. And I didn't know that. I had no idea. Um, and in 76, uh, Elvis was grossly overweight, probably because of all the sandwiches he was eating. Uh, and he suffered from glaucoma and IBS, or irritable bowel syndrome, caused by the drugs that he was using. And anybody knows, I'm just going to say it like it is, if you take an opioids a whole lot, your fudge factory gets shut down, and it causes you all kinds of problems. So um, the sad part was he continued to perform at in Vegas, uh, he slurred his way through most of the songs and the performances were generally always a disaster. And one of his guitarists, uh, he was quoted to say, it was all gut. It was obviously, uh, he obviously was on drugs. Um, there was obviously something wrong. He, his, he was, something was terribly wrong with his body. And it was so bad. Uh, the words to the songs were barely intelligible. Like he couldn't understand anything. And he said, and I remember crying. He said, I could, the Elvis could barely get through the introductions uh, at the beginning of the show. In 1977, August 16th of 1977, uh, Presley's fiance, Ginger Alden, found him on the floor in the bathroom in Graceland, uh, and he was unresponsive. There's no mention of the bathroom, but we've all heard that he died on the toilet. Um, according to Alden, Elvis looked uh, as if his entire body was completely frozen in a seated position on the commode. Now, there it is. And he had fallen forward in that fixed position directly in front of it. So. See, and I read that he was on the floor reaching for the door. down, ass up. That's the way he likes to take pills. I don't know. Um, he was taken to the nearby hospital. Doctors tried to revive him, of course, and they were unsuccessful. And he was actually pronounced dead uh, 3 p.m. that evening. Um, the exact cause of Elvis's death remains a shroud of mystery because people are insane and don't want to believe he's dead. Uh, official cause of death was listed as cardiac arrhythmia, 
but he was found with so many drugs in his systems uh, and the three main ones, amphetamines, barbiturates, and opioids. Opiates, however you like to say it. So um, he could have easily overdosed with, that, with those kind of drugs in his system. I mean, it was just a matter of time before it caught up with him. Um, the years of drug abuse had damaged his health and enlarged his heart. Um, and he most likely, uh, the combination of those drugs actually did give him a fatal heart attack. Consequently, Dr. Nick set trial for responsibilities of Elvis's death. And, and he also received like death threats. Uh, in 1981, he was actually acquitted. He was never charged for any of that, which Should've is a just, shame. He shouldn't have taken blame for all those sandwiches. No. <laughs> I think Colonel Parker and Dr. Nick should have been imprisoned, Agreed. is what I think. Um, many years again, we talk about how it goes on Elvis sightings at the Burger King or you got uh, Elvis showing up on a piece of toast. Elvis is not dead. You know, Elvis is everywhere. He was in Home Alone. I wish to God. Oh, I know. The movie. I, yeah. I wish I would have used uh, Mojo Nixon's uh, Elvis is everywhere. Elvis is everything. Elvis is everybody. Elvis is still the king. <laughs> That's a good song. Not. I'll play it for you. It's later. okay. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Um, no, no, no. He, um, like, people are crazy. They, they were all in love with him. Shoot, my grandmother had a shrine. Tell okay. us about your grandmother's love for Elvis. Oh Bristol. my gosh, she has a favorite kid. I hope none of our family listens, but um, my dad was her favorite. Don't worry, nobody even, listens to this. She even had my dad's face put on Elvis's body, which is odd to me. What? Because she was so in love with both of those men. Was it a tattoo? No, it was oh. like a stamp. It was like a a picture of a stamp with <laughs> Elvis's face, and she put my dad's face instead of Did Elvis. he have the white jumpsuit on? No. It was just, I think it was like a yellow suit. But okay. anyways, she had a shrine. She like had a Bruce Lee's? She, yes. yes so, oh, what? Yeah, I'll have to show you. I got it. Please. But um, I'll put she that just had a whole shrine, like anything and everything Elvis. She would have loved the Mojo Nixon song. Yeah. 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 So she, and if I if I ever talked bad about him, woo. She'd smack me. It's a good she thing she's not with my, us any longer. I know. She would, She'd quit I, talking to me for no, sure. She's going to haunt me because um, I don't really love Elvis for some of the reasons, but um, she did. And um, she, if she was still alive, she'd probably believe that he was still alive, just faking his mm-hmm. death, just trying to get some peace in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Him she'd and Tupac. Be, yeah, those crazy people that believe that. Yeah, Buddy Holly serving no drinks. <laughs> no Are offense to all of you. People? But um, I was looking it up. It it shows in 1990, the Home Alone movie with yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Yep. It shows a little... In the airport guy, scene. Yeah, a little extra in the yeah. background, a guy that looks like Elvis. So he become an actor. I knew it. To a movie that actually didn't flop. I heard that Elvis played the Predator in the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie. <laughs> I heard Elvis was Chewbacca on Star Wars. <laughs> Well, and he sang every song in Chewbacca's voice. Do you know why he didn't he didn't die in the bathroom? Why? Because he had to fake his death because people believed that um, he had involvement with the mafia. Yeah. And he was in witness protection. Yeah. I can't even get a decent marinara. They serve <laughs> me noodles and spaghetti. They serve me noodles with ketchup. Yeah. Wrong movie. Eggs and ketchup. Eggs. No. Gross. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Why don't you ever try to get me to eat that? It's delicious. It was not delicious. <laughs> it almost brought my hangover back. <laughs> okay, so also people 
looked at a letter that Elvis had wrote to President Nixon, you know, asking to be a federal agent Mm -hmm. and all that. And they had handwriting analysts that also looked at his death certificate. It was the same handwriting. What? Elvis signed his own death certificate. Nice. I mean, if you're the king of rock and roll, you you get those perks. A little creep. You get those perks. (laughs) Also... At his resting place in Graceland, there's a gravestone, obviously, mm-hmm. where he lays. And everyone's heard it says Elvis Aaron Presley. That's his name. But it, Aaron is spelt with two A's. His birth name was only one A. So that was kind of like. Why didn't they fix it? Well, they didn't well, have the money they, well, the or thing, something. Well, if they <laughs> they can't accuse him of faking his own death. if it's the that's wrong, not even him. I, that's not me. I don't spell it. Letter off. I don't even know. I didn't write Everybody that. Everybody knows my name. You spell you spell Aaron with a, <laughs> a E R A Aaron E R A N. There was also a secret recording taken four years after the funeral that emerged of a man claiming that he was an icon talking about life on a remote island. And everybody says it sounds. Is this just, Jeffrey Epstein? No, it's Elvis. Oh, so. same thing. What? I read it on the internet. Sorry. I believe it. <laughs> I believe everything I read. What about that song we started out with, Little Sister? So I was thinking about Priscilla's 14, and he's like, little sister, do you do what your big sister does? Gross. Elvis. What the fuck's the matter with you, man? Gross. Did you know he had a twin? Yeah, he died. Or did he? Did he? Maybe. He's the doppelganger. He's the one. He's the one that died. There's a person at Graceland that's the gardener that looks... And walks and talks like Elvis. He has a white beard, white hair. People claim it's another Elvis? sighting. Another sighting of Elvis. Well, it's probably one of those illegitimate children he has. That he's like, hey, just don't tell anybody. You'll give you a job. You can cut my grass. Keep my roses watered. Well, the Pick real, my bananas. The real reason people think he faked his death is mainly this one. It says he tried to commit suicide twice. He left letters. Even his wife Priscilla would be in interviews later in life talking about how they would say, I'm sick of my life. I need a long rest. So yeah. how do you how do you do that? I know. Fake your death. It was a lady that thought she saw him in Burger King <laughs> in 1988. Was he wearing a crown and a court gestures outfit? I mean, was he wearing a red beard? <laughs> that used to creep me out. I was like, I will not eat at Burger King just because that thing scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Like, you know, we think we got it all figured out and we, we got, we, but every single day the news media shows us we have no idea what's going on out there. So who's to say? I know what killed him. You want to know? Please tell me. Don't be jealous because I figured it out. He used, as he got older, he would use shoe polish mm-hmm. for his eyelashes and for his hair. So really? He younger, I swear. I know him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So he got yes, cancer? I, I think, you remember like. The makeup in the Wizard of Oz, how it would like, yeah, make people sick. Them. And yeah, poison You think, that, mm, I don't know. I'm just being a. I don't know, man. Conspiracy. <laughs> now you got a whole nother fucking rabbit hole for people to go down. <laughs> what type of polish was it? <laughs> what were the ingredients? Was Elvis really singing all those years or was it his twin? Man, it was Elvis. They said he was shy. He was like a shy kid. Yeah, but now we know people that are shy. And they get in front of a group of people yeah. on a stage and they, you know, 
we know somebody really close. Yeah. That does, the alter that, ego. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. For sure. So. Yes. I see that. But I see those people also shutting down too after it's over with. Like it's so much at yeah. one time they have to yeah. regress. Like too much people in yeah. I need to be by myself mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. No, I, I feel bad for him. Like as a as a human, I don't really love all the decisions he made. I just feel bad for him because he, he got manipulated. He did. He's just a dumb country boy. Yeah. That and exploited. Had a unbelievable talent. Yeah. And he yeah, it was he got taken advantage of, so I shouldn't like him because my grandmother used to make me listen to <laughs> all of his songs on repeat. You know, you only like The Little Mermaid until you have to watch it 37 times in a row. Yeah. You're like, oh, Greg. Well, not, please, God, with the dingle hoppers. <laughs> not another one. So, I don't know, man. I think uh, there's a lot of un, unknown things about Elvis, and I think there's a lot of things that people don't want to believe that's, that's true, that wanna, they want to create some other fantasy about it. Uh, to keep it going, to never let it die. Um, but I think, I think he had a serious drug addiction. I think he battled with depression, and I think he was turning into a recluse. And uh, I think, he, I think he died. I, I honestly yeah, think he died. I really do yeah, too. people that think he's still alive, it's just, I mean, you're, you're grasping for straws, man. He's dead. He gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, that's the king. That's the king. Long live the king. And uh, still not happy about that fourteen-year-old girl thing. It's not, not something that. It's uh, okay. It's not okay. It's never okay. So, but thank you for coming in here and doing this. I promise I will feed you gelato. Well, you do it. All right, good deal. All right, well, let's go get some. Y'all have a good day. Later. Don't you?